Hi guys and welcome back to episode 5 of the Chapman Bloggers podcast. I hope lockdown is going okay for all of you. There's not much longer left so just keep going, we'll all get there. This episode I'm talking to Charlotte who runs the blog Style and Splurging. She talks about all things blogging and especially how to not put a lot of pressure on yourself and churn out content and just to keep motivated, post what you can and just keep consistent. I think you guys will really enjoy it so let's get into it. Hi guys and welcome back to episode 5 of the Cheltenham Bloggers podcast. We have Shah here today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, it's a bit awkward isn't it? Not awkward but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, um, I'm Charlotte and I am a lifestyle and beauty blogger um, and my blog is called Style and Splurging. (laughs) Amazing. Um, Do you want to tell everyone what your Instagram handle is so they can find you if they want to little stalk (laughs) yeah sure um it is literally just at style splurging um all my social media handles are at style splurging so yeah feel free to give me a follow and i'll I'll follow you back (laughs) (laughs) amazing so do you want to tell people uh, like the kinds of things you post on your blog on instagram that kind of thing yeah so i feel like it kind of chops and changes every year based on like what I'm into, what's going on in the world, especially this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but mainly, I've kind of gone into more of like a lifestyle approach over the last couple of years. Um, I used to be mainly just beauty. Um, if you followed my blog like a few years ago, I would have just been mainly beauty. Um, you wouldn't have really ever seen my face. It's definitely changed a lot over the last, I would say, year. I'd say lockdown has been really good for me in terms of like growing and changing my niche I guess you want to call it everyone talks about niches in blogging um so yeah it's mainly I still do beauty but not as much as I used to um so yeah it's mainly more like lifestyle um tips I do a bit more fashion as well now so yeah that's cute um so other than your Instagram and your blog have you got any other platforms that you use um no I don't really I mean the main one I do use is Instagram Mm -hmm. everyone's obviously on about TikTok and I just haven't (laughs) I haven't downloaded it I just can't I can't bring myself to scroll through another social media app of an evening like Instagram takes up too much of my time yeah (laughs) I feel like I just end up in a bit of a hole um I do watch a lot of YouTube myself. Obviously, I don't do YouTube, but um, I do love YouTube, especially when I'm like getting ready in the morning. I can just whack on a YouTube video and it just kind of sets me up for the day a bit, I think. So, yeah. yeah. Love that. Do you reckon you'd ever start a YouTube? Um, probably not. I do like a few youtube kind of things, but I just do them on IGTV. So, like, I've got a few Primark hauls. Um, I think I've done a couple of styling videos, bits and bobs, but... I don't think so like there's just too it's just too much I think for me like and even yeah. video editing I'm not that great at it oh it's a lot of work <laughs> isn't it yeah it is I feel like just about managing to edit an IGTV is enough for me yeah I feel like IGTV is quite a good balance in that sense like if you're not really wanting to do YouTube but you want to get a bit more content like that out there it's a good balance yeah definitely yeah yeah cute um so your blog when did you start blogging 
I was thinking about this earlier on, actually. Um, I think it was December of 2013. Wow. So a long while ago. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what you'd call me. Like I'm one of the, not the first bloggers, but I guess I'm a part of the first lot of bloggers. And I've just seen it expand and grow over the years. And I can remember what it used to be like to what it is now. And I just think, oh my God, it's so different to what it used to be. Yeah. Um, but I started my blog not to become what it was. I started it as like a, I guess like a portfolio alongside my uni degree. Um, because I always bang on about how we should have our own website to show like our creative side outside of uni. But mine just, it was never about that. And I just ended up falling into this this thing of sharing like my favorite lush bath bomb and what's open <laughs> glory things I'd purchased and I remember when I reached so back in the day it used to be um Google Friend Connect I think it was called rather okay. than using blog loving that's how you had your followers and I remember when I hit a hundred like readers I did like a little giveaway um, and it's mad to think that like that doesn't actually exist anymore and everybody moved over to blog loving and now blog loving is basically dying off and everyone has issues with that so it's just really weird to see how it it's kind of come round in like a 360 almost so yeah but yeah it's it's really good to see like it grow and people doing this as like a job I mean it's mad so, yeah, yeah that's so cool um what did you do at uni then you just mentioned uni so I went to Birmingham City University and I did um fashion design but in my third year, I you basically could specialise. So you could either do fashion design, um, fashion communication, which is what I did. And then I think there was like the, like theatricals, like performance, and then um, garment tech. So more of the like making side of things and the more technical. And I was never very good at stitching things. So that was <laughs> not for me. <laughs> so yeah, I did fashion design with communication. So it was kind of a bit of everything. You could kind of do a bit of like, design but then you also had like brand identity like buying so it was all kind of different avenues you could kind of go off on that pathway so yeah that's cool I, I feel I like that's like I would... you go go no I was gonna say back when I was at uni I don't know if I would personally recommend the course um I don't know I came out of uni feeling a bit like what am I doing yeah <laughs> it's I think a lot of people feel like when they come out of uni not just out of my kind of course but yeah, it was just, yeah, I nearly gave up after second year. So I'm, I, I always pat myself on the back and I'm like, yeah, I actually finished it because I nearly didn't. So, Honestly, I was yeah. the same. Like, it's not that I hated my course. I was just like, I got to a point where I was like, I know this isn't what I want to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, let's just finish it. Like, I didn't hate it. I was just no, like, same. I was um, just like at the point where I'm like, why am I doing this? And I'd gone yeah, too far and I was it. like, finish it <laughs> yeah literally got to the end of second year and I was just like I don't want to do this anymore like I don't enjoy it I don't know really what I want to do but, but then I was like you've got a year left and you've mm-hmm. already done two years so why waste it like you've spent yeah. this money you know I've got a pay. yeah <laughs> so just stuck it out but I remember like I'd finished my dissertation like a week before handing and I didn't even read over it because I was so over it so how I, I came out how I came out with a 2-1 I have no idea <laughs> I was so bad I would never like 
like overlook my work too much like <laughs> just leave that and be like that's done yeah Don't same. I literally like, was like right that's done put to bed I'm yeah. not doing it I'm just gonna hand it in and that is me done <laughs> I was like as long as I pass I'm fine <laughs> yeah so I think for me as well because first year and second year you just have to pass so like a lot of unis you're like last module in your second year goes towards your final grade whereas mine didn't yeah, no, so no, third no. year was my entire mark so I was like well I basically won't get anything out of first year and second year so I've got to do it yeah definitely and I feel like so many people go through that and so many people come out of uni and they're like do you know what that was great but at least now I know <laughs> I don't want to do that <laughs> yeah it's sad sometimes though isn't it when you you spend three sometimes four even five years doing your degrees even if you chop and change or you do like a year out or you know, your, degree, your degree is just longer and then you come out of it and you're just like oh now what yeah <laughs> but I, I feel it like is. it happens to so many people and I feel like some people like a lot of people don't talk about it they just muddle through life and you know definitely, that's it but definitely. yeah I feel like it's something that you don't need to be like ashamed of if you're going to be like oh, yeah, no. I didn't enjoy my uni course well as in like I didn't want to do my uni course and that's absolutely yeah. fine you learn so yeah. much in any uni course that can be like yeah, transferred into any yeah definitely like yeah definitely that needs to just be talked about a bit more like you don't have to go into the career that you did at uni like obviously yeah. not everyone goes to uni and they just make no. their own path so you can 100% yeah, do that like my parents none of them have degrees and they yeah. you know they've done well in life so exactly exactly so everyone could do it <laughs> yeah what did you so, do at uni then I did interior architecture oh um, yeah that's really cool it was it was a lot of work um and uh, I just didn't care enough about it to put in that work <laughs> yeah I know exactly how you feel that's exactly how I felt um and like I knew I could have done a lot better but I was just like I had decided by like second year that it was not what I wanted to do um but yeah I definitely still enjoyed it because like I went into it thinking this is what I want to do for the rest of my life I was like so I loved interior design I loved doing floor plans so I loved the architecture side of it and um, (laughs) it it, it was really fun and I'm like if I end up deciding that's something I want to do I've got it I can do it yeah um but yeah no it was more like there was a lot of it that I didn't enjoy and then I enjoyed some parts of it and I was like do you know what I feel like if I go into this as a job I'll probably end up not enjoying oh my god this is literally me because <laughs> this is what happened to me I came out of uni and I was like well I don't want to do design but now I do it as a job and it actually turns out everything that I didn't enjoy at uni isn't mm. actually a part of my job and everything that I did enjoy at uni is what I do for my job so it's one of those it's like swings and roundabouts really and you yeah definitely so like oddly enough I've landed on my feet a little bit but <laughs> I didn't expect to <laughs> so um do you want to tell people what kind of thing you do as a job I know you said you can't talk about loads of it but just a little mm. overview yeah so I work as a designer for a well it's a women's brand but we also have like kids wear we have separate stores so um we have women's wear stores and then kids wear stores which is like boys wear girls wear um and like toddler as well um but it's actually a brand that's based in the middle east so we're not in the uk at all so 
whenever I say who it is, everyone's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really fun. It can be quite stressful, but like in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just, I love it. I've been there for, God, it'll be six years in February. So yeah, God, time flies. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's so good that you said you found it, like the bits that you did like enjoy at uni <laughs> so, yeah I think you know. when when you look at like people who do design it's all very like wafty and it's just too it's just too much whereas this yeah. is obviously what I do is like it's products that I would wear myself mm-hmm. um a lot of people have misconceptions that we can't design for the Arabic market because of the fact that they have to cover up yeah but in their homes they don't have to when they're around family and friends they wear clothes like we would they don't wear their abayas or burkas whichever they wear um so yeah it is products that I would wear myself so it's it's not like I'm designing for a completely different customer if that makes sense yeah yeah it's good fun I bet that's really interesting as well doing it like for somewhere that you I assume you haven't been have you been no I've not um a few of my colleagues have um but no I've not been so it is weird because we technically never get to see our stores but I think if I ever did get the chance to go I mean I don't know with Covid yeah um (laughs) but yeah if I did ever get the chance to go I think it would be so like surreal to actually walk into a store my parents did actually go to so we opened um our first kids wear store in Dubai and my parents happened to be going like two or three weeks later so the fact that my mom has walked into one of our stores and I haven't is just really weird that's mad that is so yeah weird. it is oh I'd love to go to Dubai <laughs> yeah um, so would I like goals isn't it <laughs> honestly it looks incredible um so to, with your blog have you got any advice for people that would be starting one up Oh god, good question. Um, I think just do it. Just go for it. Um, I think when you first start, I wouldn't worry about, you know, finding your niche or niching down. A lot of people bang on about niches, but I'm not really all that niched. I think I was probably more niched when I first started to what I am now. Um but being completely honest, I feel like I get a lot more opportunity being a bit more broader than when yeah. I was more of a beauty blogger. Um and yeah I just think go for it like do what you can but don't overdo it either like don't put loads of pressure on yourself to I don't know because I used to post at one point I was doing a new blog post every single day oh my goodness which is mad yeah that is a lot yeah and then I think I went to like three times a week um and now I'm just once a week so it's like don't put too much pressure on yourself and just do what you enjoy and what you can do what you can commit to because if you're overloading yourself you'll just cause yourself so much stress that you then won't enjoy it Mm -hmm. and you'll probably get yourself into a bit of a rut where you'll not want to do it so I think just go for it don't be afraid (laughs) I know some people find it quite nerve-wracking and don't worry about like investing money into a fancy layout just start off small and grow as you feel comfortable to definitely I can give to anybody 
Yeah, I think that's really good advice. And the fact that you were saying, like, don't overwhelm yourself is definitely good too. Like, yeah. I feel like it's more important with things like that to be consistent rather than yeah. having, like, load, doing loads of things at once and then being like, oh, like, tie yourself out, don't do something for yeah. two weeks. Like, it's better to spread it out and just, like... Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I can see that. Um, So I feel like you covered this a little bit, but why did you start your blog in the first place? So like I said, I started it mainly as uh, a side thing to my uni for almost like people to find me to hire me after I'd finished uni yeah um but I can't, I'm trying to think what my first blog post was I feel like it was <laughs> I don't even think it's on my blog either so I wouldn't be able to look but I feel like it was a Christmassy kind of post which is so different to my uni degree like it's got nothing to do with fashion but I think I did it as more of a like an introductory like hi this is me this is what I'm hoping to do and post and it just never became that I remember I um I think it was in second year I remember we did a photo shoot so I thought oh I can do like a behind the scenes post yeah and I did it and I I'm pretty sure it's private now but I looked back on it maybe like a year ago and I was like the hell was I doing (laughs) um but yeah it just kind of started from there and then I saw like bloggers sharing like their boots hauls it was like back in the days of Zoella when she was massive and like Sprinkle of Glitter when she was Sprinkle of Glitter I'm trying to think who else was quite big back in the day and then you've got I think she's rebranded to Corrie is it Bromfield but she used to be Dizzy Brunette that's all I remember her as (laughs) so um it was kind of in the heights of those and I was kind of not copying them but kind of taking like what they do with their content and kind of putting my own little spin on it I mean nowhere near as good as them I must say (laughs) (laughs) but I remember I used to do like reviews of like lush bath bombs and hauls like my boots haul um and then I ended up starting to do like reviews so I remember I did a review of like the first ever tangle teaser that came out so yeah it was just I don't really know how I got like how it got to where it did but it did and I just loved it and I didn't care about the photography I remember I used to take pictures on just my crappy little digital camera with a flash that you used Mm -hmm. to take on like a night out back in the day (laughs) um it was never about the quality back then so the fact that it's now like so much about the quality it's just changed so much yeah definitely and I feel like you've definitely if you're going to do things like that you need to like keep up with everything that's yeah. going on like you can't be left behind or else you're gonna no. be left behind <laughs> yeah definitely I feel like there's been years where I've definitely like not lacked with my content but I've been lo- a bit lost um I was actually talking to another girl um she was doing like a marketing call with me so she was asking me a load of questions about just like blogging and stuff just to get oh. some advice and I was saying to her that this year is the first year where I haven't actually had um a break with my blog so the last two years I would just basically get to a point where I didn't know what I was doing um I didn't want to create content I think it's again the being consistent thing I was almost putting too much pressure on myself overloading myself and then I would just like crash and I would just be like I can't do this and I'd have about two or three months of like just not doing anything I wouldn't post on Instagram so this year I think lockdown was definitely a blessing in disguise because it allowed me to really focus yeah and I feel like now I know what I want to do and I used to post things just to post things 
but my heart wasn't in it you could even tell if you read back yeah. these, like really old blog posts you could just tell that I just didn't want to do it but I felt this guilt almost and like pressure to do it because I would then be letting myself down mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah I get that and I feel yeah. I feel like sometimes you really like underestimate what people or overestimate what people want to see because yeah, I feel definitely. like you overthink it yeah I'm you think it needs to be something like really extravagant and yeah. like really super engaging but yeah. your audience are there because they want to know a lot about you and what you do and mm. even if it's just like a what I got up to this week kind of post yeah, literally, yeah. because they're just like oh yeah same I just laid in bed all day and watched Netflix yeah that's that's what I started to do I feel like every other month I do like a Netflix roundup because that is real that is realistic and that is what people want to see like they want to read and find recommendations from people that they follow so and I think as well I used to compare myself to other bloggers and I would then be like well they're doing this and they're getting this opportunity so why am I not but I've kind of just got past that now and I'm like no like I know my own lane I know where I'm at and this is what I want to do so yeah definitely definitely learned a lot this year (laughs) comparing yourselves to other bloggers definitely not never the way to go on Instagram any platform because like you're doing this for yourself it's your content and Yeah, yeah definitely like aspire to do the sorts of things that they're doing but never want to be them or compare yeah, yourself exactly. to them because that's yeah. just not going to improve your content in any way whatsoever as a no and a lot of the time they do it as a job like it's their job so it's mm-hmm. no wonder why they can put as much effort yeah exactly they, they do I, I mean <laughs> working on five and this on the side it's like it's just it's not doable sometimes yeah definitely um and yeah you definitely need to remind yourself that um a lot when you see people doing things because especially people that I've said about this before people that don't do things like social media or blogging or Mm. YouTube or anything they don't realize how much time it takes up and the people that do it alongside jobs I do not like I put my hands up to you because you are doing incredible. Um, I don't know how else to do it. I mean, I'm doing Cheltenham Bloggers and um, my little illustration business. And that literally takes up all of my days, all of my time. I'm trying to find a job. And I keep thinking, like, how am I going to do this once I get a job? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm going to really have to just, like, be on it. Just schedule things and just leave it. The art of scheduling is amazing like I'm kind of like two weeks ahead of myself so I'm never really posting something that I've shot on the day unless it's like a last minute thing and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh I need to I need to get this up today um but yeah I just think like planning ahead and just being aware of what you kind of can't do so say like if you know you're going to be busy all weekend and you can't do what you need to do it's almost like well plan that ahead or spread it across like don't put too much pressure on yourself to post every day because sometimes it's just not realistic 100 percent. like with Cheltenham bloggers I post twice a day which is a lot Um, (laughs) I don't know where you get all the content from (laughs) me neither (laughs) honestly um I'm more doing that at the moment while it's all starting up because I know that's what's gonna attract the audience yeah definitely I mean you've built it so well so far the fact that you only started what back in September was it? Well, I 
like put up a coming soon post in September. Mm. Uh, no, I put up a coming soon post in August. I yes, because I, I remember I hadn't moved to Cheltenham at that point, and then when I moved to Cheltenham, you'd launched, and I moved at the beginning of uh, September. Yeah, because I think it was like the end of September because I feel like the end of October I said it was about a month that we had been doing it yeah um, so almost two months at the end of November basically oh my god that's Which amazing I know and you've um, just hit 700 as well haven't you yeah, yeah. And that's oh it's so exciting but I knew that like I was like if I want to grow it like well not quite yeah. I wanted to reach a lot of people because yeah. I like i if it was gonna it would work better if it reached more people basically yeah definitely um and so I knew that if I was gonna do that I'd need to be like posting consistently and stuff and I was just like why not post twice a day I know I can do it I've got the time mm-hmm. um and I just schedule stuff and I know like definitely some of the posts I'm like it doesn't everything doesn't need to have a purpose to it some of them I'm just like happy Tuesday yeah. what are you doing like, yeah yeah exactly. it's fine because that's I feel like that's the difference definitely between Instagram and a blog is Instagram you can just kind of just put your thoughts out there and it can be yeah, a really start quick, a conversation definitely um so yeah if in a few months I'll probably limit it down to uh, one post today sorry <laughs> um, <laughs> but the thing is with what I do is it's different you have to put out your own content Mm -hmm. my post once a day is from someone else pretty much because I'm getting a blogger or a business or something to do it well they write up the post and then I like put it together and like um schedule it so that makes my life a lot easier I'm basically I basically am just doing one post a day because someone else is usually doing the other I just make it look pretty (laughs) yeah yeah definitely um so yeah I I feel you there with the um putting out content (laughs) (laughs) I feel like because at the moment I'm only working Monday to Thursdays Fridays we're furloughed Um, and when that Friday is taken off me I don't know what I'm gonna do (laughs) (laughs) literally Friday is like my blog day and then say if the weather's awful on that Friday I'll maybe then shoot content on a Saturday but having that extra day is just an absolute blessing in disguise at the moment so I don't know what I'm going to do when when it gets taken off me in the new year (laughs) oh that's so sad um I was going to ask you with the first lockdown what were you doing were you furloughed or were you working I god so what happened I need to cast my mind back now (laughs) so we worked from home for like I think it was three weeks Mm -hmm. um and then we were furloughed um for I think it was nearly 18 weeks I was on furlough um and then I went back to work mid-July so I think it was like two weeks before my birthday and I was gutted because I had to work my birthday which is the first year I've ever worked my birthday oh and I was like oh it's fine I've just had 18 weeks off to myself like I can't really moan about this and to be fair (laughs) it was just such a quiet day anyway and it's not like I could have really seen anybody because it was on a Wednesday and obviously lockdown so but yeah, uh, furloughed. But I feel like if I didn't have my blog, I don't really know where I would have been mentally. So yeah. I give so much thanks to the fact that I have this space and I had something to occupy my time. Um, and I mean, I managed to grow. I think I've grown about 500 followers on my Instagram, which is unheard of because I was stuck at about 1,600 followers for about three years. So yeah 
kind of yeah you can just tell when you put that effort in you you do get it back eventually definitely definitely you your audience really appreciates it and you start finding more people I feel yeah um once you put the effort like the, you think you're putting effort in and then you put even more in and you're like oh yeah, wow like, that that work. <laughs> yeah but even just like having the time to comment on people's photos and stuff like yeah, I don't comment so anywhere cool. as near as I used to because I'm now back at work so for this lockdown I'm working still thankfully it's kind of the only normal I've got at the moment but mm-hmm. yeah even just commenting on things even that I can't really I haven't got the time to do at the moment unfortunately so yeah it's just one of those (laughs) well like I said you're doing incredible with your full-time job and a blog on the side and Instagram like (laughs) you're doing doing great considering (laughs) thank Um, you that's really kind okay so I've got a few lockdown questions which I do with everyone some of this or that some of just like random questions um feel no pressure to answer them quickly I say that to everyone because <laughs> I think about it's it fine. We, we can have a chat it's okay um, okay so the first one is uh right I usually ask people Instagram or TikTok but I knew I know what your answer would be so Instagram or blog um I'd say Instagram um purely because I feel like I enjoy creating the content that I do Instagram even though I post pictures of what I share on my blog I also create extra content for Instagram and I don't know I feel like I've got more of like a community on there and yeah it sounds really good but since joining Cheltenham Bloggers I feel like I just feel a lot more connected to people closer to me yeah because being initially like I'm from Worcester originally so it's only like 20 miles down yeah it's not far but we don't have a blogger network we don't have I don't know many bloggers in Worcester I've actually found a few since leaving which is really random <laughs> um but I don't that like, I don't know of many bloggers um and it's similar with London so my dad lives in Plymouth okay and I know quite a few Plymouth bloggers I randomly went to like a Plymouth blogger meetup because I was there I was in Plymouth at the time so I feel like I'm more connected to like the Cheltenham bloggers and then also the Plymouth girls than I am to my hometown mm. it's just really nice because I feel like I have like a little community and people that I actually like know and would probably actually meet in real life if that makes yeah. sense as opposed to like these bloggers that have got like a million followers that I would just never meet <laughs> yeah and I like that's one of the reasons why I made it like I know that that's a really nice important part of it mm. it's just so nice meeting a community meeting people with similar interests because yeah, like, definitely. definitely not all my friends are like I am Instagram queen out of our friends <laughs> like, I, think, I, no, I wouldn't say that anyone same. ever calls me that but <laughs> no, I yeah like I'm that. don't worry they don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I'm like none of my friends do this if that makes sense like the only people I know are bloggers that I've obviously met through blogging and Instagram so yeah but yeah I feel like that's just really important to have that outlet definitely yeah definitely oh I'm so glad oh that's made me happy (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so with working at home would you work in your comfies or do you like dress up for the day it depends what I'm doing. So 
well to start off with I feel like I was very much like a bit of makeup just because um being a natural redhead if I don't wear any makeup I just look pale as hell <laughs> and people are like you don't look very well and I'm like I just don't have any makeup on <laughs> um I get that <laughs> <laughs> Um, so say if I had like a Skype meeting or a Zoom meeting, I'd probably put a bit of makeup on and I'd probably look presentable from like the top up. Um, <laughs> but most of the time it is just like joggers and a roll neck, kind of like what I'm wearing now, <laughs> my hair on top of my head. And usually my dressing gown is on because it's too cold to not wear one. Oh yeah. Love that. I need to... <sighs> I feel people always hate me when I say this, but I'm not very much of a dressing gown person. What? No, you need to get converted into a I know. dressing gown <laughs> and I think If it was acceptable to wear it out of the house, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I've never had like a good dressing gown that I love. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at my one on the door at the moment and I'm like, I never feel the want to wear it because one, it's ugly. <laughs> so it's just not that like fluffy or comfy the only time I ever really put it on is if I fake tan and that's about it um but I am a huge jumper kind of person yeah I was gonna say if you're a hoodie jumper kind of person I get that yeah that is me (laughs) yeah no my I'll get one for Christmas and I'll I'll come back to you on that (laughs) I would recommend so mine was from TK Maxx and it's just like a pink fleecy one it's even got on the hood it's got like ears and a little face oh it's over there I can't get it um (laughs) yeah I love it I literally like wrap myself up in it sometimes if I'm cold like when I work from home I put the hood up so I'm full-on insulated in yeah I love it and sometimes I'll have like a supplier facetime me and I'm like oh gotta get out it's dressing gown (laughs) oh my gosh all of the memes like that make me cry when it's like (laughs) when they ask you to turn your camera on and you're just like eating or like yeah no there's been a few times where I've had a supplier ring me and I'm like sorry for my appearance I was not expecting this call and they're like oh you look really nice and I'm like no I don't my hair is greasy as hell <laughs> it's the quality of the camera it does you like some good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so what's about do you plan your days out in lockdown or do you kind of just wing them um I would say lockdown, the first lockdown, I definitely did because I had the free time too. So I was like, right, what am I going to do today? Um, Whereas obviously now, because I'm working still, I know kind of what I'm doing on the days I'm working. Um, But on the days I'm not working, yeah, definitely. I have been doing a bit of a schedule. Um, So like last weekend, I did like a, not literally down to like every second, but I was kind of saying between like, this time I want to do this and then move on to this between these hours um and I just try and keep into a routine so like trying to not lie in too much because I remember in lockdown I keep calling this one lockdown 2.0 and the other one lockdown 1.0 so in lockdown 1.0 I was sleeping until like half 11 12 o'clock just because I could whereas because I'm working during this one I don't want to get out of the routine of getting up early Mm-hmm. so I try and make sure that I'm like up by a similar time my days off um I eat lunch around the same time so I'm still in a routine um but yeah I would say I prefer to plan out my days because otherwise my head is just like a mess and I'm like I don't know what yeah. I'm doing <laughs> yeah 
I feel that definitely never good to do list <laughs> yes oh, I keep saying this literally every podcast I'm like yeah I'm a do list person yes <laughs> I think when you are like in a creative industry or if you just have a lot going on like I don't know how you just keep that in your head like you've yeah. got to write it down somewhere even if you do it on your phone like mm-hmm. you can't just keep that up there yeah I'm definitely a person that I can't like I can't schedule things on my phone I can't mm. like I need if I'm doing I like, to write it down yeah I don't have a diary at the moment I really need one um, <laughs> but like to-do lists and like a diary I need it like physically for me to like yeah. hold and write down um yeah. or else I just forget it's on my phone <laughs> I've got other yeah, things no, to do on my phone I keep them separate <laughs> yeah no I need that same to be fair though I mean I'm 27 and I still don't really use a diary I just feel like you're either a diary person or you're not I, and you can't I, yeah. be in between I know I feel like I'm a bit of an well, no, I'm not an in between I feel like I'm a diary person that I'm bad at keeping up with it like mm. if I'm not doing anything it gets really neglected and maybe yeah. like two weeks will go by and I won't have used it but then like yeah. when I'm busy it's like then it is really helpful so yeah I guess I am yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um throughout lockdown are you more of a saver or a um online shopping spender oh um can I say both yeah I feel like someone else has said that as well yeah I did a bit of both so in the first lockdown I actually did I think it was an April like no buy month so basically I couldn't buy anything unless I needed it oh my gosh um and I did that quite well I think I still bought a few things but nothing major um and then I continued it into May and I think over lockdown I actually did save quite a lot even though I was on furlough so I was earning less I wasn't doing anything like I wasn't going out for meals you know I don't even think you could go to Starbucks at that point because that wasn't even open like they weren't really doing takeaways I can't remember like it's such a long time ago now isn't it um but in like this lockdown, I would say I'm not really saving as much. Um, yeah. I'm driving as well still. So I've got that expense. Whereas before, I don't think my car moved for about a month in the first lockdown. And I don't think it knew what happened to it. <laughs> when you go from driving, like, I do like 100 miles a day. So to do that to then nothing, I think my yeah. car was a bit like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Is she okay? <laughs> Has she died? Yeah. So I think... I think a bit of both like I do I am quite good with money in that sense and I don't spend 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 but I do treat myself kind of thing oh of course I have to <laughs> <laughs> um right you mentioned YouTube earlier and you said that you watch a lot of it so who's your go-to person to watch on YouTube oh god um or a couple if you can't choose one <laughs> so I'd say like my top one is L Darby Ellie Darby okay yeah that's how you say her name it's spelled l but i'm pretty sure she pronounces it ellie pronounces it ellie okay um so it's it's her channel but it's basically her and her boyfriend and their two dogs and i just love it i just love her she's amazing and then i also really like um so their channel is james and caris but her like handle i guess is busy bees caris so she used to be like a gymshark fitness influencer um she's kind of moved away from that now but they're more of like a family channel Mm -hmm. um and they've just announced that they're pregnant and I 
like I'm not somebody who is obsessed with babies like I don't even know if I want kids myself but <laughs> literally every single video of theirs to do with her finding out she was pregnant her telling him she was pregnant oh, everything like, I'm just in tears <laughs> I'm just in tears and they I don't know if it's really like living vicariously through people um I mean because I'm single as hell so that's like, not gonna happen anytime soon I feel you <laughs> even like might so like my cousin's just announced that she's pregnant and I every time I think about it I just get emotional and oh my gosh there's just so many like lockdown babies and I'm just so happy for everyone and I just love it so yeah those two I would say at the moment are like my my go-tos like they're always on my home screen yeah I'm trying to think if there's anybody else oh my god there's this girl called Rach Leary I don't know if you follow her I real I really know that name. I don't yeah, she, I don't know if I follow her. I've definitely watched some videos though, I think. So she um I think she started out as like beauty, so she does a lot of beauty videos mm-hmm. and she's definitely done like collaborations with like Local Revolution. But she started doing like tipsy Q and A's or like getting her followers to send in like their um secrets and like love reacting that. to them. And, I you know love I those. just love it. I love binge watching things like that. They're just fab, aren't they? Oh, amazing. I love asking this question to you guys because when it comes to YouTube, I am such a, and always have been since I was like it first started, I was always on the like American side of YouTube. Mm. So I watched so many American YouTubers, barely any English YouTubers. Like I was never, I never really watched Zoella. Oh my gosh. Um, which really? is everyone everyone always used to assume I did and I just I I don't know I just didn't I just I think it's because ever since I was younger I've been very obsessed with America and I've always Mm. been like I want to go live there I want (laughs) to go live there so that's where like my head was stuck when I was younger um so I just never really watched her like I watch the odd English YouTuber now Mm. I watch Alfie's vlogs but yeah I I used to love his vlogs to be fair yeah I I quite like them because they're just like nice and easy to watch and yeah he's not he's probably the only boy I watch maybe sometimes I'll watch Joe her brother yeah but like only sometimes but he's quite nice to watch because he's not like a manly man and he's just like I would say like that like you like you want to listen to you know yeah because I definitely went through a fate when he used to daily vlog I watched them all the time (laughs) and then he stopped doing it but I didn't really watch it as like a I wanted to see into their life. They were just really easy watches. You would yeah. just put them on in the background as background That's noise. Nice. And obviously, I know Zoe's like taken a massive step back. So it was almost like it was nice to see their relationship, but from his side of it, if that yeah, makes sense. Definitely. I'm trying to think who else I used to watch. Like, there's so many that have like gone from, or they've changed so much from. I. The other day, I I never really used to watch him. I'd probably watch the odd video, but um, I still follow him on Twitter. And Marcus Butler, oh my god, tweeted, yes, he tweeted saying something like, um, "I always think about starting my YouTube backup, but I just don't know." And I was like, "Don't tease people like that. What the hell?" And there was so many. He was replying to pretty much everyone who like replied to him as well, yeah. being like, "Oh, please come back." And he's just like, "Oh, but it's just changed so much. It's not like it was in the day." And I was like. Oh, you're just attention seeking now. <laughs> I didn't even realise he'd stopped. Like, I just feel like he just doesn't come in my yeah. subscription box because no, he stopped and he's deleted loads of his videos. Like, no way. Yeah, or like his whole channel. I can't remember. I feel like my friend said the other day he deleted his whole channel, but I, yeah, 
honestly dramatic wow. yeah very much <laughs> yeah. um right we've been rambling for ages so i need to finish this up it's like, <laughs> <already>. um <laughs> i didn't even ask you many questions but it's fine we chatted <laughs> um so at the end of every episode i ask for you to give one Cheltenham blogger for everyone to follow and also okay. one Cheltenham business okay um blogger I feel like everybody says Jess so I'm not yeah. going to say Come Jess on, someone else. love you Jess but yeah love you Jess your content <laughs> is incredible and I wish I could be you but <laughs> um I would say Christy Nottingham um yeah. I followed her for such a long time and I actually met up with her not long after I moved to Cheltenham and she's just the sweetest loveliest girl um and I just love her content and like I message her probably every day like we constantly like reply to each other's stories and stuff so love her and love her little business as well I think she's doing amazing for herself definitely yeah Yeah. love her so much and then business um can I say two (laughs) yeah of of course go for it (laughs) So they're both food. Um, one I've been to, one I haven't. But basically, the one that I haven't been to, everybody keeps saying to me, you need to try. Is it Fat Tony's Pizza? Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> they keep coming up, like, on my Instagram. you not tried them? No. So I think because I just, I don't know why. I've only had one takeaway since I've been to Cheltenham, and that was Wagamama's because I... There isn't one anywhere near me, so I was like, oh, my God, I can get to live a room now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, everyone, like, all my work colleagues keep saying, you need to get yourself a Fat Tony's. And they keep coming up on, like, my Instagram, like, ads. So I'm like, right, when I'm back in Cheltenham, because I've moved home for lockdown, um, when I'm back in Cheltenham, my first, like, weekend, I'm going to treat myself and order one. <laughs> Do it. They're so nice. Honestly, so good. They're, like, a proper, like, Italian yeah. pizza. Yeah, honestly, some of the photos I'm like, um, and then the second one is actually a little sandwich shop that is on my street. They don't, have in, they don't have Instagram though. I was going to recommend them to you, but they don't have Instagram annoyingly. Oh, it's fine. Just say them anyway. But it's called That Sandwich Place. Um, so it's in the St. Paul's area and they're just amazing. It's just a little sandwich shop. They do toasties and all sorts. So yeah, love them. They, um, remember they opened and then they closed and then they reopened like a month ago and then obviously they've been hit with lockdown again so it's Aww. like oh but they're honestly the loveliest people ever Love Love that. and and then the last thing is what would you like to see from Cheltenham bloggers in the future I was thinking about this because I feel like I didn't want to say something that everyone else has said but <laughs> I feel like everything that everyone else has said is what I would also say so it's like I don't know um I feel like everyone says meetups yeah which it's just a given I think with bloggers mm-hmm. and I love the idea of your little Christmas zoom cookie oh, the little cookie thing. Oh. yeah literally <laughs> when you so said excited. I was like yeah, yeah I love that idea um I you know. and I was like I have an idea <laughs> <laughs> adapting to the times I love it um yeah I think that would probably be the main thing or I don't know, like, I was gutted to miss out on the um, Brasserie Blanc thing. Yes. Isolation sucks. Charlotte was meant to come to the Brasserie Blanc drinks that we had, but she got a little notification saying that you'd been somewhere with someone with COVID. So that was really sad. 
My cousins unfortunately tested positive and stupidly oh. never visited them beforehand. So, yeah. <laughs> it's all their fault. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, poor, like, bless them. They, the whole family got it and I didn't get it. So, I oh. felt really proud for them. So, so. lucky, though. Wow. Yeah, they're all fine. Thank God. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think not necessarily like more opportunities, but like just being able to connect with more brands and businesses within Cheltenham. Obviously, I know you're already doing that but I just love mm-hmm. it like just being yeah. able to discover like local brands and supporting small businesses so yeah definitely yeah. there's definitely lots coming up they all kind of came at me at once like literally good, within, like, three days and <laughs> I like got on a Skype call with Amber my editor at the start of the week she helps me with like editing and like ideas and stuff and I was like right we've got a lot to do it's all coming at us at once let's go that's <laughs> so, really yeah. exciting though there's loads of them to come and obviously we're doing and making a website which is taking much longer than I thought but I'm getting there yeah um but that will have like loads of info and stuff on about things like that too which will be cool so yeah definitely. yay that's <laughs> oh thank you so much for coming on the podcast I oh, know thank you for having me it's it's been really fun it's the first ever thing I've done so when you ask me, I was like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> okay, fab. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you've listened all the way through, then definitely tag us in your stories on Instagram. Show us that you're listening. Um and subscribe so you get notified when new episodes come out. They should be out every Monday and Friday, as long as there's no technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't want that happening again um so yeah definitely give us a little subscribe and we'll see you next time thanks guys Bye. bye